0: This is the Village Church QA podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome.
1: Welcome to the Village Church QA podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And listeners, we have another one of your great questions, which is what is free will? Not free willy, Michael, free
0: will. It's a great movie.
1: I haven't thought about uh, the movie in a long time. Yeah. Not <laughs> not in my world. It's not a great movie, I but all right. I love it. Nobody dies. No trees are cut <laughs> it down. It has a happy ending.
0: To, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Just a long time. I mean, I it's guess. It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie, so it's going to. All right. Free Will is one of the most hotly debated subjects. It, it is, before it was a theological subject, it's been a philosophical subject. And I think it's one of those terms that we just throw around as if we know what it means and we assume that thinking people agree with us. Mm-hmm. So the idea of free will, I'm just going to speak, I'm more of a just a pop culture level, the way people use the term. And the way people use the term is it's used in contrast to being robots. And mm-hmm. so you're either completely free to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, or or you're a robot. Yeah. And so you have these two like competing ideas. So in Christian circles, here's what happens. Like when when somebody comes to trust in Jesus, in their brain they have percolated and marinated in just western culture, which is good and bad. It's got some really great ideas and some really weird ones, but one of the one of the greatest values of western culture is self-determination i mm-hmm. determine yep. my future i am my own man i make my own way i mean my my my, whatever part of that what comes with that self determination is this concept that um, i make my own decisions but with self determination comes also high responsibility, responsibility. so the uh, the american work ethic right which is unique amongst all the world fading a little bit as socialism kind of creeps in a little bit but but the 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 american work ethic has always been like stellar and incredible. The sense of taking personal responsibility. Yeah, I, 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 I'm the individual of my own destiny. Totally. And when I mess up, I own these things. When I succeed, yeah. I take credit for it. And, but all of this comes together and it affects the way we think about free will. So when this Western American trust in Jesus, this is the first thought that they have. I used my personal free will to choose to trust Jesus. And the person who doesn't trust Mm -hmm. in Jesus, they are using their free will to not Not. trust in Jesus. So even as I say that, many of our listeners are going to hear that and they're going to go, yeah. The problem is you pick up the New Testament and it says something different. And that's where we start to realize that there are ways and patterns of thinking about free will or will or choice that are really incongruent with Jesus. So I I shared this on the podcast, but um, there was a pastor once, and I looked at the pastor, and I said, I have a question for you. Did you choose God, or did God choose you? Did you choose Jesus, or did Jesus choose Mm -hmm. you? He said, I chose Jesus. Oh, okay. And I said, okay, I'm going to read Jesus' words to you, and I want you to then therefore answer the same question. Uh, Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose chose you." you. And then I looked back at the guy, and I said, okay. You just heard say? Jesus say this, did you choose Jesus or did Jesus choose you? And he goes, "I chose Jesus." Wow. This went on for four cycles, and I just kind of wanted to see how far, you know, it would go. But but this guy's this pastor's notion of self-determination of his free will that he determines his future was so powerful that even when Jesus himself looks at him and says, yeah. You didn't choose me, but I chose you. It's so powerful that clearly Jesus must have meant something different than <laughs> I chose you, you didn't choose me, right? So what's interesting is you get into like Eastern thoughts, right? The Bible uh, is birthed out of a near Eastern context. They just don't quite think the way we think all the time as Westerners. Yes. And so in in most Eastern religions, there is this very comfortable notion um, that God determines all things and yet we are responsible and the two are congruent, the two work together. In the Western notion, you're either a robot or you're totally free. And that that I don't think is actually the most biblical notion. And so um, really this idea of free will gets exasperated when we talk about the subject of salvation. And uh, I'm going to try to be as simple and yet to the point as I can because this is <laughs> one of the most nuanced, complicated discussions. I-, I agree. But let's try to like break it down. Um, the American Christian wants to know that I chose God because experientially uh, I made a decision at a very specific day and time or whatever to follow trust, put my faith in Jesus. The problem is that when the Bible talks about salvation, uh, it talks about it like this. Yes, on the surface, you did that. Mm-hmm. But what happened to ha- what had to happen behind the scenes Yes, for you to be able yes. to do that, you weren't able to see it. In fact, if God didn't do the work behind the scenes, you would have actually never used your quote unquote free will yeah. to choose him. And so Jesus can look at us and say, I chose you, you didn't choose me. And we can say, yeah, but I chose you. And he's like, yeah, you did, but you only chose me because I changed you and yeah. changed your desires. You know? I, like,
1: I like to use, by the way, let's just, so the listeners know, you're, you're, the verse that you keep referring to mm-hmm. where Jesus says, I, you did not choose me, is John 15, 16, mm-hmm. where he clearly does say, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to use, we don't choose God, we respond. There, And that's a nuanced word that he is the one that is doing the work beforehand, behind the scenes. We either respond positively or we respond negatively. And you think about the story of Pharaoh back in the Exodus story. Pharaoh responded to all the uh, opportunities that Moses and God were giving uh, Pharaoh to respond to, but his response was in the negative. And then God clearly Helped him make some more mm-hmm. negative choices, but there is there is a response, but that response is because God is already doing something in 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 behind the scenes and in that individual, He is the one that's doing the work, the spiritual work, the deep work, and we I, I totally agree with you that because of our Western culture and because as as Americans, we feel like we are the master of our own destiny. We make our own choice. You know, we can choose, you know, uh, the direction that we want to go, that, that naturally carries over into the spiritual world.
0: Yep. Which it doesn't. Totally. There there's a I want to read a couple scriptures here, and then um, one of them is from Acts thirteen, forty-eight, and and, um, and here's what happens. They're preaching the gospel, uh, the apostles are. And there's the the author, Luke, has a he basically reflects on what's happening, and a whole bunch of people come to Christ. And here's what he says: Acts 13, 48. When the Gentiles heard this, the gospel, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord, that they came to Christ. And then here's what here's what Luke says. And as many as were appointed mm-hmm. to eternal life believed. Here's what he's here's what he's saying. These people responded by making a free decision to worship and glorify God. But when you pull, Luke pulls back the curtain and he says, the only way they were able to respond like this is because they were previously appointed. Yeah. And it's this interesting dynamic and I get it. It just really grinds with, you know, with our Western notion of free will. And so somebody, I've heard multiple people say this to me, um, free will is never in the Bible or the Bible says that we have free will. I've heard it both ways. And there's actually two passages of scripture, um, that explicitly discuss our will, uh, our ability to make decisions freely or otherwise as it pertains to salvation. And here's what John 1.13 says. It talks about people who were saved. It says they were born not of blood, nor mm-hmm. of the will of the flesh, flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Romans 9.16 says, so then it depends not, talking about salvation, not on human will or exertion or work, but on God who has mercy. And so – It's interesting when you take this concept of what is free will. Automatically, most people hear the question. and Here's what they say. Free will is my ability to determine my own destiny with my own choices. And the Bible kind of like flips this on its head and says, you do have a will. But here's the problem. Your will isn't free. In fact, the Bible teaches that our will, as Martin Luther wrote, is in bondage It is in slavery to sin. Mm -hmm. So that we have all of these desires, but they are so the result of sin inside of us. Even our good desires are tainted with sin. And it's this idea that we are not free. We're actually slaves to sin. And when Jesus saves us, we have this this language that the chains have been broken off. The most free people in the world, morally, ethically, the ability to choose— Christians? In fact, here's a little like a funny way of articulating it. Uh, God does not have a free will in terms of morality. God is not free to sin. He doesn't. He doesn't have that ability inside of him. Um, angels are not free to sin. They mm-hmm. don't have a moral free will. Right. Demons are not free to do good. That's not in their nature or character because we always do that which is inside of us. Non-Christians are not able to do things that glorify God because that requires faith in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. They don't actually have a moral free will to do before God, not before humanity. They'll do a lot of things in humanity's eyes that are great. But um, in fact, the Christian is the only one who has a truly free will yes. in the sense that we have the ability to choose good before God or to choose evil. Um, but that free will actually goes away when we die and sin is taken away from us. We are not, we are no longer going to be given the free will to sin. Um, in fact, we will be slaves to righteousness forever and ever. Right. And so um, before we're Christians, we're slaves to sin. Uh, before we die, we have the freedom to do sin or Good things, but when we die, we are slaves of righteousness forever and ever, once and for all. So, free will—you know—if you are still listening at this point, you (laughs) are amazing. But it's a tricky conversation, and uh, it's been one that for thousands of years, uh, Greek um, scholars—I mean, this goes back, just goes back, back, back. Everybody's been trying to figure out, you know, what is free will, and and uh, the Bible does have a lot to say about it. But um, our wills are a slave to sin until Christ sets us free. And um, but. Here's where I land. <laughs> okay. You want on my opinion? Yes. Let's let's hear it. Bottom line. Bottom line. I make a lot of decisions and I'm accountable. Yes. When it comes to my salvation, I had no ability to choose God until He chose me and appointed me. Yeah. So when I chose him, it was just the playing out of what he already did in my life.
1: I tell you, this is where where this plays itself out in the Christian realm is the seeker movement. Mm, good, good word. That go, go that is where this Double plays click. out. That um, if if I have a free will, then I in myself will seek after spiritual things, and in my even in my pre Christ uh, life. I, I, I am seeking God. I know there's a, a void and there's an emptiness in my heart and I acknowledge that and I start looking for it. That sounds, that sounds really good. It sounds like a, a great uh, aspiration that someone would do that. But the Bible is clear. There really? are none that seek after God. No, not one. No one but I chose seeks him. after <laughs> God. You know, Jesus said that unless the spirit draws you no one will mm-hmm. come to the father he said that in john 14:6 that unless uh, there's no one there's no salvation except through me unless unless someone is being drawn by the spirit and by christ they're not going to seek after him all they can do is respond to what the holy spirit is doing and and that's that's where i land there is a response that we're capable of but the work, the deep work is done by God. And sometimes people just are not going to respond in a positive realm, away uh, way. Yep. And that whole seeker movement just really rubs me the wrong way. I don't even like using that word yep. unless we're talking about God, who is yep. the seeker.
0: And if there is a seeker, technically, I mean, Jesus also says in John that that nobody can come to the Father unless the Father draws him. Yes. And so if there is like this motion to God, that motion didn't begin with the person. Agreed. The motion began with God who began to move that person. And we also, we, I mean, we find this in life and in scripture that, that before somebody trusts in Christ, there was usually an extended period of, period of drawing and dismantling yes. Yes. and pre- pre- preparation. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while there's not. Every once in a while you meet somebody and they're just like, I believe I You know, they see the weight of their sin, the glory of Christ, and they repent and trust in Christ, you know? So, all right. We've beat free will to death.
1: I hope so. I hope we've answered this question thoroughly.
0: (laughs) Thoroughly. Helpfully? (laughs) Uh, Question mark thoroughly. All right. Here's the next um, question. Here's the next question. What if my spouse says they are saved, but I don't think they really are?